Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in here to the shoot around. I am Ryan Gilbert. Today we are joined by former Wildcat Jordan Henriquez. As always, we're sponsored by the part-time beverage company. Be sure to check them out at your local liquor store. We're here with Jordan, former Wildcat, of course, and a New Yorker. So we're going to have a lot to talk about here. On this week's shoot around, me and Jordan, we're, we're both actually in New York right now. I'm mm-hmm. in the hotel. Jordan's just over across in Brooklyn. And, you know, we're close, but with Uber being so expensive and getting around <laughs> in this town is tough. So mm-hmm. we're on Zoom, but we'll be previewing K-State's matchup here against Michigan State on Thursday in Madison Square Garden. We're also kind of touch, touch on the previous games in the big dance for K-State. But Jordan, how you doing, man? Thanks for taking time with us. No, for sure, Ryan, man. You know, we've kept in touch over the years all the time, and uh appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, for sure. Before we jump into things, I want to remind everyone watching here, be sure to uh, hit subscribe on YouTube and like the video. Also, GoPowerCat is doing a 50% off sale until Monday, so it's a great time to be on GoPowerCat as K-State is dancing. Jordan, before we hop into things, I want to ask you just about what you've been up to since you left Manhattan. Obviously, you were GA for a few years uh, in Manhattan, but what have you kind of been doing before and after that? Yeah, so after uh, after I left Manhattan as a GA, I took the NBA route. Um, I ended up going with the Los Angeles Lakers for a season uh, a year ago. Um, that was my first year, you know, being past uh, the GA route. And then uh, this past season, I've been with the Houston Rockets. Uh, with the Houston Rockets, it's come around full circle for me because when I came out of college uh, with K-State, the Houston Rockets had signed me. So I, I was with them between – them and uh Rio Grande Vipers um for my rookie year so uh it's, it's come around full circle and I'm excited to be back and, and be back around the organization with the Rockets I know you've done some stuff with the TBT and for those I guess who aren't familiar with that it's just a basketball tournament where former players or, or anybody can gather a team and and go play for what a couple million bucks and walk us through what that's been like man uh, the TBT overall has been a great experience. Um, I started playing in the TBT in 2015 uh, before K-State even had an alumni team, and I was still playing professionally. And in 2016, 
I wanted to put together an alumni team. So me and Martavius took the time to, uh, you know, talk to TBT and, and create the alumni team for us as they started painting that direction towards it. And we've been in since 2016. And I think in 2018, we went to the Elite Eight uh, with Jacob Poland, Curtis Kelly, uh, Dominique Sutton, and some of those guys. And over the last couple of years for myself, since I've been retired, um, I've done the GM and, and, and coaching, head coaching. But going into this summer, uh, Curtis Kelly will be our head coach, who's currently a GA at Kansas State. And then I'll, I'll continue to do the GM uh, position. You guys going to get Michael Beasley on this year's roster or what? Or is that going to be I'm, a surprise? It'll be a surprise for sure. <laughs> gotcha. Jordan, I just want your your overall thoughts on on K-State season as a whole so far, man. Uh, for, you know, overall, just watching these guys, you know, compete and grind and tough it out uh, reminds me of our 2009 team with Frank where, you know, guys are just gritty and, and they just play hard and get it done and they play together. And uh, on the road, uh, that was the most impressive for me to see how they react on the road with different challenges and with the atmosphere of different crowds. Uh, they, they play hard and, and it's paying off. And uh, to see what they did the first weekend in the NCAA tournament, um, I wasn't shocked because those guys, you know, they, they've they've been together this whole season and, and it's looking like it's all just paying off. And, you know, going into this week, I think they have a really good chance put a good matchup with Michigan State. Um, but I think they they just gel well together and you can see the energy between them and the chemistry just it really connects. How happy are you for the New Yorkers on the team? There's four of them on scholarship, man. How special is that for them to play in Madison Square Garden? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely excited. I'm excited for the coaching staff as well, uh, for the players just being back in the garden. Um, I don't think Kurt ever played in the garden in the Kansas State uniform. So I know for him, um, playing in Madison Square, well, being a part of, you know, Kansas State and the coaching staff and being in the garden will mean a lot to him. That was a former teammate of mine. So um, I'm really excited for him. Uh, Marquise, I'm very excited for him. Naquan, I don't know Naquan too well, but Marquise, I've, I've got to know over the last couple of years. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for them to be back in New York and just be able to just compete. You played there. In MSG, I think your senior year, right? You guys lost to Michigan. Despite the loss, how how special was that just for you to to play in there? Uh, it was it was great. It wasn't my first time playing in there. I played in okay. high school there. Uh, I necessarily didn't get a lot of minutes because I was like a sophomore playing varsity at Rice High School. Um, and I, I think we played against a really good St. Patrick's team with like Corey Fisher, uh, who was a Villanova legend. Um, but to be able to go out there and compete against Michigan, who was a top 10 team and who played, I believe, in a national championship game uh, that year in 2012-13. Um, it, was, it was good to be a part of that and just being able to compete in the Garden and actually play in Madison Square Garden. I had a lot of fun and just have my family and friends be able to see me play. Two of the New Yorkers on the team, Ish Masood and Marquise Noel, are the only two holdovers from last season's roster. I wanted to ask you, uh, get your – sort of opinion perspective and some thoughts on just being a part of a, a transition from one coaching staff to another and 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 just how important are Noel and Masood to to be that bridge from one coach to another? Uh, I think it's I think it's huge. I think that was also a part of, you know, our success in 2012 when Coach Weber came over and took over for Frank. You know, a lot of us stayed, some guys left, but a majority of our team that stayed, you know, we had the chemistry built together already. 
even though it was only a couple of those guys with Coach Tang that stayed together, you still have that chemistry with, within that locker room. And that helps because you have guys that's already worn that jersey and has had success there. And, uh, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to them for sticking it through because a lot of guys, especially in today's day and age with the transfer portal, you know, kids are up, quick to up and leave when their coach leaves. Sure. And for those guys to stick it through and trust Coach Tang and his coaching staff, you see it paying off now. You really do. What do you remember most about just playing in March Madness in general? Uh, I, I remember a lot. I never I never missed the March Madness. So um, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of March Madness for those four years in my career and to never miss the tournament. Um, there's a lot of memories to be made. You know, win or lose, you know, you, you win together, you lose together. And uh, to be able to build that brotherhood between your teammates um, is, is truly cherishable. Because if I wasn't able to experience those times with my with my brothers in the tournament, I mean, outside of our grind of regular season and preseason, um, I don't think we would be close today as we are. You know, a lot of my teammates I play with at Kansas State, we are really close to this day. Talking about the togetherness, you and Rodney and Martavius were, were part of the winning senior class in K-State history. How special was, was that group that you guys had? Uh, it's, it's, it's very special. I, I still brag about it every now and then. Um, <laughs> You know, until somebody, you know, records are meant to be broken. But, uh, you know, what we did in our time there at Kansas State, where we came in as the young guys to a really good team where it was unexpected. You know, it wasn't a lot of high expectations when we came in as freshmen for the success that we had. Um, but to be a part of a team and, and culture uh, between Frank Martin and that year with Bruce Weber was truly special. And we'll all be in each other's wedding someday. So uh, that that's how far back we go. A couple of those guys going to be on the TBT roster? Yeah, I mean, Rodney won't be because he's still in the NBA. Uh, that's just the rules, but Martavius, <laughs> Martavius will for sure. And even though Martavius doesn't play professionally anymore, he's a full-time realtor based out of Wichita. Uh, you know, he still gets it in. He still puts his work in on the court. And I <laughs> a thousand percent trust him being on the court because he's just a true competitor. If K-State fans out there want to help out in any way, is there a GoFundMe out there or anything yet? Yeah, we have GoFundMe, um, okay. Square app as well. And, uh, you know, I could shoot all that information to you as well. And uh, we have a lot of different things coming up this summer where uh, last summer we had a quick, it was a quick tour between uh, Kansas City and Wichita where we had an event where fans came out and showed support where our yeah. guys kind of just scrimmaged against each other. So. Uh, this year, we want to hit Kansas City, Manhattan, and Wichita, you know, before we compete in Wichita this summer. Jordan, we'll take a quick break here in a moment. But first, I want to ask you a couple of questions, if that's cool, okay? Yeah. Favorite teammate you played with? Favorite teammate I played with? Uh, Jacob Pullen. Okay. Favorite mm -hmm. player that you coached as a GA at Kansas State? Favorite player that I coached as a GA at Kansas State? I'll probably go Xavier Sneed. Okay. Toughest loss that you can remember? LaSalle, my senior year. Yeah. Last one, you are the all-time leading shot blocker. I think you have, like, every single shot blocking record at Kansas State. <laughs> Is there one shot that you remember that just felt the greatest? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, it was on Marcus Demon. Uh, Mizzou came to K-State. I got that block on him. Rodney gives me crap till his day. I think I might have licked both of my hands after I blocked the shot. It wasn't like something I did on a regular, but I guess I was in my own element that game. So 
that's the one I remember the most. Um, and then the one behind that is when I actually set the record. It was actually at Mizzou my junior year, uh, and it was a big time win that we needed to help us, you know, make the tournament when we went and beat Mizzou, and then we went and beat Baylor at Baylor as well to kind of lock in that eight seed in the tournament. I got one more. What was what was the, the angriest that you remember, Frank Martin? If you can share that on on here, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the angriest I would say is probably after Wisconsin, my sophomore year. Um, in a tournament. Jake went off for 38 for a second time in his career, actually in the same season. And uh yeah, he was upset because those was those was his guys. He had a lot of success with them and yeah, he was he was he was pissed off. You know, he didn't he didn't show it in front of everybody, but he showed it in front of us. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. He is Jordan Henriquez. I'm Ryan Gilbert. We'll take a quick break here on the shoot around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back in here to the shoot around. I am Ryan Gilbert. Jordan Henriquez joins us today, former New Yorker, as he previews the Wildcats, former Wildcat, I should say, a New Yorker previewing the Wildcats in the Sweet 16 against Michigan State. Uh, we touched on it a little bit, but what are you looking forward to just just in this matchup, Jordan, with Michigan State? The, the biggest thing I'm looking for is just who wants it more. You know, I think that's what it's going to come down to. Um, the X's and O's are always a part of it, but it's the players that play the game, you know, and both teams are going to scout really well. You know, there's enough <laughs> enough footage out there, enough games out there to be watched to know how each team reacts. And I think it just comes down to who wants it more. Um, you know, we have our New York guys playing at home, so they're definitely going to have a chip on their shoulder. Um, I remember the kid Malik Hall from Michigan State because I know he's a Mo Can elite kid. Uh, so, um, with Michigan State, I know they do play hard. They shoot the ball well. I think they're second in the tournament so far within three-point percentage. Uh, I know we didn't shoot the ball that well last game, but we have guys that make big shots. So, I know I, I know it's going to come down to it's, it's not going to be a blowout. And if it is, I hope it plays in our favor. But it's all about who's going to want it more. And I, know, I, I believe our guys are going to be locked in and, and, and want that, for sure. You think the turnovers are going to be something that's super important? They've kind of bugged K-State this whole season, but only eight of those against Kentucky. Um, I think it comes down to when those turnovers come down to, you know, okay. when it plays a part. Uh, I think when it comes down to the end of the game, you know, ball security is the biggest thing. And, and, and also being able to execute on whatever coach draws up. And if a play is to be broken, you have guys to rely on to make big plays and to make big shots. So we have those guys in that locker room. And that was shown against Kentucky, and we just want that to carry over going into this weekend. Tang's in his first year as a head coach, going <laughs> up against one of the sports greatest with Tom Izzo. What is the statement that Tang can make to the country with a, a win over Michigan State? Uh, I think he's already made that statement, Ryan, um, by being where he is now with this team. 
you know, I believe K State was picked at the bottom, you know, to mm-hmm. for the for the overall record, you know, in, in regular season play. And Coach Tang and his coaching staff has shocked everybody. You know, not a lot of people had predicted Kansas State to be where they are today back in September, October. So, you know, win or lose, Coach Tang has really shown that um that he belongs here and that he's done everything that he's he has within the time that he's been to show everybody that he's one of the coaches that belongs in this game for a really long time. And that that's a credit to him and and coaches that he's been with at Baylor for as long as he's been there. Uh, you know, Coach Alvin Brooks, he's been with Jerome Tang now probably for the last nine, ten yeah. years, uh, maybe a little bit less than that. But, you know, me and Coach Alvin Brooks are really close. And uh, to know that Jerome Tang uh, has always brought that energy win or lose, you know, when we competed against him, when I was playing at Baylor, you know, the same prayer that they do today, you know, he always got us together, win or lose, you know, against Baylor um, to get together and pray together. And that's the stuff that I remember about Coach Tang before he even took the position. So, you know, uh, us alumni guys were excited about that when he got hired. And to see the amount of work that he's put in in a little bit of time, it's truly recommended that, you know, he he belongs here. For sure. You talked about the LaSalle loss earlier being the one that really stings. Do you think that, I guess, with the East Regional coming up, you know, K-State obviously was able to move past Montana State and Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. How do you not look ahead to what could come up in the Elite Eight, and how do you just focus on the Sweet 16 matchup? And do you think, I was going to mention LaSalle, do you think that maybe your team looked ahead too much in the first-round game of that tournament? And how do you how do you avoid that? Uh, I think you avoid it just by – knowing that it's, it's about winning and advancing. So it's, you just really got to lock in and, and focus on the opponent that's in front of you. Um, I believe that was a part of our, you know, problem when we played LaSalle. You know, we watched them play against Boise State and we realized that they were good, but we also felt like, you know, we are a Big 12 team. We are the conference champions outside of not winning the actual conference tournament, the regular season champs. So we – we still went in there with a chip on our shoulder and they surprised us. They hit us, they hit us hard in the beginning and we came back and competed. Uh, even though it didn't turn out the way we wanted, uh, it still felt like a home game atmosphere in Kansas city when we played, but you know, they went on to the sweet 16. So they showed that they were a good team and that it wasn't just luck. You know, they, they were actually good and they have guys on that team till this day that play professionally. Um, and LaSalle was a, was a really good team. So I, I couldn't even I couldn't even knock them for beating us. I was more frustrated than upset when we lost to them because they were they were actually good. And I still go back and watch the game from time to time. Um, but you know, they 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 played better than us that day. And we we were a really good team. A better March memory was the Elite Eight run in twenty ten. I know you were still a freshman at this time, but just how how fun and how special was that that ride? It was it was very special. And looking back on it now, just being as an adult, that molded us for our last three years, going through our sophomore through senior year, because we learned how success was, um, how to compete and earn it, uh, because there was no expectations for us uh, coming into that year. We there was five freshmen coming in. And we had some older guys and maybe one or two seniors at the most between Luis Colon and maybe somebody else. But 
you know, nobody expected us to win. And and when we did do we did our freshman year, uh, 2009, 2010, excuse me, that told me Rodney and Tay and Wally and Nick, like, this could be us in a few years. If not, you know, by next year, you know, we got Jacob Pullen, we got Curtis and we got Jamar for another year or two, but this is going to be our show, our junior and senior year. And, uh, you know, Wally and Nick ended up making their own decisions on going somewhere else, but me, Rod and Tay stuck through it and, and it paid off, you know, uh, with a lot of wins, you know, holding the record there and just being able to dance every March, you know, for the rest of our careers, uh, in college that molded us seeing the success and watching Jake and Denny and Curtis and Luis, you know, those guys pour their hearts out and put everything into that game in those games in the tournament. Uh, it showed us this is where we belong. K-State obviously has its sights set on going further than the elite eight, but what qualities does this team from what you've seen share with that elite eight team that you had and, and also the Big 12 championship team. Like, what qualities does this team have from the great K-State teams that you run? Uh, our, they're, they're gritty. They're tough. They play together. Uh, the continuity is great. You know, when they get out there, they execute. Um, if it's an ATO that coach draws up, they execute it to, to the max. Um, and they've won games out of that. And being able to compare that to, like, our Big 12 championship team, we had older guys, which they have as well. Um, and then the younger guys, they follow the, they follow their older guys' leads. And that's always a part of that. That shows, you know, how that can carry over when those younger guys end up stepping into that role of being juniors and seniors when it's their turn to shine. So um, I, I commend, you know, Marquise and, and, and Keontae, you know, being the leaders of that team because those guys follow them and, and they're great leaders on that floor couple of things for you before we wrap this up, Jordan. Is anybody on this team ever going to break any of your shot blocking records? Can Aquan Tomlin do that? Somebody else? I hope he does. You know, I, I hope he does. But if he doesn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody gets my right, shot blocking record. I hope it stays there for the next 50 years, man. But records are meant to be broken. So, uh, I think it's going to take somebody to put in the full four years, you know, to to get that done. Um, but I know I think we got a good recruiting class coming in with some yeah. good shot blockers, so it, it it could be done for sure. All right. Sure. Last thing I've got for you, man. What's the ceiling for this team in March Madness? Um, I hope they're in the Final Four. I would love to see them in the Final Four. The Final Four is in Houston. I work for the Houston Rockets, so we also have home games around that time, so – I'll be extremely excited to uh, to see, you know, our team in March uh, in the Final Four. Um, funny thing is, we played the Golden State Warriors yesterday, and uh, to some form or fashion, I have a relationship with Draymond Green. So when he seen me, uh, he came up to me right away like, hey, what we doing, man? You know, it's K-State versus Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, we had a good laugh and talked about it for a little bit. So uh, I don't even know the history behind that matchup. Um, if it's the first time, uh, that it's going to be extremely good to watch. I plan on being there as well. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the game in the garden. So you're going to be there. Have you talked with any other former Wildcats that are going to be at the at the game? Yeah, Shane Safa would be there as well, Amari Lawrence. Um, 
Michael Beasley may be there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's he may find be out there. on that one. Yeah, he's actually here this week uh, in okay. New York uh, for a couple more days. Um, but, yeah, so yeah, it'll be a good amount of alumni guys back. Um, Bailey Vashem, she does a great job at connecting connecting everybody and getting everybody back. So uh, I'm excited to see who all shows up and uh, just be able to reconnect and share some good memories. Awesome. Jordan, I appreciate your time, man, and we'll see you soon here over the next couple of days, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks, Ron. Yep. Always. Absolutely. He is Jordan right. Enriquez. I'm Ryan Gilbert. This is the Friday Issue Round. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.